0: Hello folks, J-Bone here. Before we get into the show today, I just have one quick announcement, just one. I would like to cordially invite you to join the new Formula Bone Discord server. We are already at almost 100 members of the community who are there to talk all things Formula One, discuss the Formula Bone F1 show, meet new F1 friends, and more. If you are looking for more people to talk F1 with, or you wanna talk F1 with me, J-Bone, The Formula Bone Discord server is the place for you. You can find a link to join it in the description of this episode. I hope to see you in there. Now let's get into it. Welcome to the Formula Bone F1 show. J-Bone! Welcome back to the Formula Bone F1 Show, the only Formula One podcast that's proudly recorded from a child's race car bed. I am Jared J-Bone Borislow and I'm so happy to have you here as always. Now before we get into previewing this weekend's race, I'd be remiss to not address the passing of Formula One legend, Sir Frank Williams, this past Sunday. The entire motorsport world mourns the death of this absolute legend who is the founder of the Williams F1 team, a construction pioneer, and a gentlemanly competitor. And who remains one of the most successful team principals in the history of F1. For newer fans who may not be as familiar with Sir Frank, if you watch Drive to Survive, you will remember him as the father of Claire Williams, who is the former deputy team principal of Williams. From humble beginnings as a traveling grocery salesman, Sir Frank's passion for racing led to him bouncing around in motorsport for a while before eventually founding his own F1 team in 1977. As Williams' team principal from 1977 until 2020, Sir Frank Williams won nine Constructors' Championships and seven World Drivers' Championships. This man won seven World Drivers' Championships as team principal. And those championship-winning drivers, who he was the team principal for, were Alan Jones, Kiki Rosberg, who is the father of Nico Rosberg, Nelson Piquet, Nigel Mansell, again, who I actually grew up near in Florida, Alan Prost, Damon Hill, and Jacques Villeneuve. Since Sir Frank's passing, there has been a massive, massive outpouring of anecdotes and stories about just the kind of selfless man Sir Frank was, and the entire motorsport world is grateful for his contributions. Rest in peace, Sir Frank. Okay, now let's get into previewing this weekend's 2021 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. This race will be occurring at the Jeddah Corniche Circuit. Jeddah is a Saudi Arabian city located on the Red Sea near Mecca. I believe it is Saudi Arabia's second largest city. This circuit taught me a new word, Corniche. I'd never heard that word in my life, ever. I would have thought it was some sort of like corn candy or something. Webster's Dictionary defines Corniche as a road built along a coast and especially along the face of a cliff. Fortunately for the drivers, especially Mazepin, with that fancy daddy-bought chassis that he now has that he definitely doesn't want to mess up. Because I don't know if daddy's going to buy you another one. Uh, This circuit is not located along the edge of a cliff, but it is built right alongside the Red Sea. Now, fun fact that I learned while researching this circuit. Did you know Saudi Arabia has sprawling coral reefs along its Red Sea coast? I had no idea. But Jeddah is a popular year-round scuba diving destination because of its beautiful coral reefs. Learn something new every day. Generally, I learn a lot more than one new thing when I'm doing all this research because, you know, I have to research these things. I don't just know all these random facts that I spat out to you guys. I have to like sit at the computer for a while, absolutely stuff my stomach with coffee, and then and then write it down and then say it. Time to say more things right now. The main question surrounding the Jeddah Corniche Circuit has been, and somehow still is, will it be ready to host this race? During the Brazilian Grand Prix two weeks ago, photos emerged of what looked like a half-finished circuit that had everyone wondering what in the world is going on. Like, how could we possibly be racing there in two weeks? It looked like it was completely under construction, not like it was at all ready for cars to go over 200 miles an hour on top of it. Well, to now two weeks later, and significant progress has been made. But parts of the circuit are still under construction during race week, which I don't know if that has ever happened before in the history of Formula One, at least in the modern history. Now, I just saw images of the F1 paddock club that was still being built. Like where all the, you know, fancy rich people are going to sit, where all those cool photos were taken. It was literally under construction. There were scaffolding. There was people still building out, you know, the, the I want to say the facade was all built in like the actual bones of the building but it was more so like making it look nice and like an f1 paddock club you would expect it to look so fortunately the parts of the circuit still under construction seem to be largely more fan experience related than race related so by all accounts and from everything i've heard there's no doubt that the circuit will be ready and able to host a grand prix this weekend and also by all accounts the racing at Jetta Corniche Circuit is going to be absolutely, undeniably insane. For so many reasons that I'm about to get into right now. From the get-go, it was announced that Jetta Corniche would be the fastest F1 street circuit yet. And it is definitely looking like it will live up to that. It's estimated that 79% of the Jetta lap will be at full throttle. Let me repeat. It is estimated that 79% of the Jetta lap will be at full throttle. This is made more insane by the fact that Jetta Corniche will be the second longest circuit on the calendar after Spa and also feature three DRS zones. Let that sink in. If I drove my 2008 Nissan Sentra SL full throttle for longer than like 10 seconds at this point, my engine belt would rip off and crack me in the face like a whip. And these supercars are going to go full throttle For around 151 miles of a 191 mile race. That is 243 kilometers of a 308 kilometer race for those of you who use a metric system. Wow. Crazy. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix will be a 50 lap race, and the equivalent of 39 and a half of those laps will be at full throttle. My gosh. But remember, this is a street circuit, which means it will be narrow. And thus, there's an increased probability of collision with track infrastructure. In lieu of runoffs and gravel, which never really exist on street circuits, Jeddah Corniche is employing the use of SAFER barriers as track limits, which you may recognize from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. SAFER is an acronym that stands for Steel and Foam Energy Reduction and is designed to cushion the blow of car impact. So these barriers will certainly help with collision safety, but the main worry people, including former, uh, former F1 World Driver's Champion Damon Hill, have with this track thus far, is that high speed plus narrow track equals an increased probability of a T-bone or other secondary accident that could be caused by a wall collision. So for instance, a driver could crash into a safer barrier at high speed, bounce back onto the racetrack, and then get hit by another driver who didn't have enough time nor space to avoid the incident. Now, this is the exact kind of accident which tragically took the life of F2 driver Antoine Hubert in 2019 at Spa and the kind of incident they're actively trying to remove from the sport. I'll talk more about the impact this combination of narrowness and speed could have on the race later. Some additional things you should know about the Jetta Corniche circuit. Like with the Qatar Grand Prix, you may see some online protest aimed at this race as the Saudi Arabian government is being accused of quote-unquote sports-washing, which is when a government attempts to use sports-friendliness to try and make people not pay attention to human rights issues in their country. In Saudi Arabia's case, they are under fire for how they respond to dissenters, with the government's potential role in the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi, as well as their response to women's rights issues being put under the microscope. The Saudi Arabian Grand Prix will of course be another night race, and 627 light posts have been set up to allow for that. There are a whopping 27 corners at Jetta Corniche. The most on the F1 calendar by a lot. And the thing is, it's a little deceiving because the majority of these are high speed corners. So you might be thinking, oh, 27 corners, that's a lot of space for overtaking or for somebody to lock up. These corners are really just like bendy racetrack, more so than corner. You're not going to see a lot of these have any play at all in terms of drivers jogging for position. My take, at least. So Pirelli is moving down one tire compound set from guitar. So the C2, C3, and C4 tires will all be in use. Turn 13, which is that sweeping large turnaround turn that you see all the way at the bottom left of the circuit, if you're looking at a circuit map, it's actually a banked turn. It has a 12% gradient, so it is more banked than the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, but less banked than Zandvoort. It's also estimated that the average speed at Jetta Corniche this weekend during the race will be 157 miles an hour, or 252.8 kilometers an hour, meaning it would definitely, definitely achieve its goal of being the fastest street circuit. It also makes it one of the fastest circuits on the calendar, period, street, or purpose-built. Next up, what if I told you that you could find true, pure, blissful happiness, and potentially even the meaning of life, In a piece of clothing. Well, I found both of those things, and it was in every piece of Bird Dog's shorts, pants, and joggers that I own. Introducing our newest sponsor here on the Formula Bone F1 show, Bird Dogs. If you know me IRL, you know that I wear Bird Dog's shorts, pants, or joggers at least three and a half times a week. If you're watching the show on YouTube right now, you can see that I'm currently wearing Bird Dog's joggers and a Bird Dog's shirt. So you know how evidence that I'm not a liar. And each day that I wear Bird Dog's clothing is better than the last. Bird Dog's shorts, pants, and joggers with built-in underwear are legitimately the most comfortable pieces of fabric that will ever grace your loins. That's the J-Bone guarantee. Built-in underwear is the best invention since sliced bread, and it certainly, certainly feels better on your thighs than sliced bread. Trust me, I would know. Don't ask. Speaking of thighs... I'm a man with large thighs. Thus, when I wear shorts, pants, or joggers without built-in underwear, said underwear constantly bunches up and rides up and is annoying. It's as annoying as the stewards making us wait overnight for a decision, which, as you know, is incredibly annoying. Bird Dog's built-in underwear solved that problem for me, and that problem is now gone for my life. I kicked it out the door. I said, Bird Dog's in, bunched up, underwear out. My underwear doesn't bunch up a ride up because it's built into my freaking pants, shorts, and joggers. And that's why I love Bird Dog's leg coverings as much as I do. I stand by this product by literally standing in it multiple days per week. Side note, have you ever thought about how you're standing in your pants when you wear them? Are you wearing your pants, shorts, and joggers? Or are they wearing you? That is something that you can think about When you're on BirdDogs.com, getting yourself the best shorts, pants, and joggers on planet Earth and using my code FBONE, that's F-B-O-N-E, FBONE. When you use that code, guess what? They're going to throw in a free whistle tip football. Yes, I said whistle tip football. All you have to do is go to BirdDogs.com, enter promo code FBONE, F-B-O-N-E, and they'll throw in a free BirdDogs whistle tip football. Remember those Nerf Vortex howler footballs that whistle when you throw them? The footballs that you can literally throw a mile. Yeah, that one. I'm pretty sure Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite threw one over those mountains over there. Look behind you, those mountains. And you need one so you can do that too. That's birddogs.com, promo code FBONE, and boom, a free BirdDogs whistle-tip football with your pair of Bird Dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you. I'm wearing them right now, and I feel so alive. Go to birddogs.com right now. Load your cart up with the best shorts, pants, and joggers available on planet Earth. Plug in promo code FBONE to get that free whistling football and live happily ever after. That's birddogs.com. Promo code FBONE. F-B-O-N-E. F-BONE. There's a link for that deal in the description of this episode. Thank you to Bird Dogs, our newest sponsor, for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show. It's time now for my 2021 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix storylines to follow first up as always as you should be expecting every week for the rest of the season it's Max versus Lewis and their battle for who will be named world drivers champion currently Max leads Lewis by eight points with two races remaining this is it folks We've made it to the end game of one of the greatest title battles in the entire history of the sport. Get pumped, strap yourself in, slap me in the face, go buy a lottery ticket, scratch it off, redeem it, and then slap me in the face again because it's time, baby. As I mentioned in my Qatar Grand Prix recap, Max can technically win the World Drivers' Championship in Saudi Arabia this weekend if either of these four things happen. Number one, He finishes P1 with fastest lap, and Lewis finishes P6 or lower. Number two, he finishes P1 without fastest lap, and Lewis finishes P7 or lower. Number three, he finishes P2 with fastest lap, and Lewis finishes P10 or lower. And number four, he finishes P2 without fastest lap, and Lewis doesn't finish in the points. Now, do I think either of those four things is going to happen? Absolutely not. But it's fun to dream. Switching over to Lewis, he obviously can't win the WDC in Saudi Arabia, but if we get a Lewis-Max 1-2 finish, as most people, including me, predict, and Lewis winds up with fastest lap, Lewis and Max will be tied on points going into the final race of the season in Abu Dhabi. Wild. Imagine that first lap, okay? Imagine that first lap when Max and Lewis are tied, going in, Maybe it probably goes Lewis, P1, Max, P2, just based on trends, but also for drama because uh, Max currently has the tiebreaker. So if Max and Lewis were to be tied going into Abu Dhabi and they both didn't finish the race or they both finished out of the points, Max would win. Wow. Honestly, that that scenario was incredibly realistic. Um, It's also really realistic that Lewis is only down by one point. And that's assuming that Max nor Lewis gets fastest lap, but it goes Lewis P1, Max P2. There's so many fun scenarios to think about. And after this race, we'll have a very, very unbelievable setup for the freaking end of the season. Or maybe Max wins it in Saudi Arabia. Who knows? This season has been so unpredictable. He could win it in Saudi Arabia. It is incredibly mathematically possible. There are four things that can happen. It's nuts. Now, switching over to Lewis, I really do think... This track favors Mercedes and Lewis, okay? Now, the top speed advantage for Mercedes is clear right now. Their car is faster. And when 79% of this race will be run at top speed, you gotta, you gotta think that Mercedes and Lewis are gonna win. A Mercedes podium sweep is not out of the question especially if we get some safety cars. Speaking of which, the next storyline I want to talk about is that Jetta Corniche may soon be renamed Safety Car City. The combination of newness of this circuit, speed, and narrowness that this track presents is pretty much asking for multiple safety cars. For instance, the fastest section of this track is a DRS zone that ends with a high-speed blind turn at turn 22. This is a track that is really new to all the drivers, is very fast, has blind spots, has the narrowness that you get with a street circuit. We could be witnessing like one of the most absurd stoppage filled races in a while. I remember I watched the Nashville Grand Prix in IndyCar earlier this year, and there was a stoppage like every lap in that race. And that's what this could end up being. It's going to be an incredibly, incredibly entertaining race. Um, if you're somebody who's like, Oh, the race is so boring. You know, Max or Lewis was, you know, in first and they were in first the whole race. Like, I don't think this will be one of those races. Again, I still think there's no such thing as a boring F1 race. There's always entertaining storylines you can follow, but I don't think you're going to be worrying about this race being entertaining. Okay. This racetrack is set up for drama. It's set up for speed. It's going to be really interesting. I I hope. Again, it's a new racetrack. I don't know. I'm just out here speaking stuff into a mic. I could I could be completely off base. It could be the most boring race of all time, but I don't think it's going to be. I really don't. Um, so safety cars, as you may be familiar with from watching Formula One, really change up races by removing time gaps between cars, allowing for cheap pit stops, time wise, forcing earlier than planned pit stops due to tires cooling down and more. And if we get multiple of them, things could get very wacky, very fast. Get excited. Support for the Formula Bone F1 show is brought to you by MyBookie, where you can win money using your F1 knowledge. Doesn't that sound fun? I was just talking about how, who knows if I know what I'm talking about. You can test if you know what you're talking about with your money at MyBookie.ag. From all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while with MyBookie on their website, mybookie.ag. And right now, you can start your MyBookie journey off by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus. Double your money before you even place a bet. And all you have to do is sign up and deposit using my exclusive promo code FORMULA, F-O-R-M-U-L-A, FORMULA, at mybookie.ag. Stipulations apply, so make sure you read through those before you deposit. After you have your deposit bonus, you can get to betting on Formula One right now. My bookie has the lines up for this weekend's Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Lewis to win is currently minus two hundred, which is my pick. If you enjoy betting pre-weekend lines, I think Lewis wins this. If you like Max, he is currently plus two twenty-five. Some solid juice there. If you're a value better, it's not looking too bad. Remember, could be some safety cars. Could be some crazy, some crazy stuff going on. Maybe Lewis crashes into a barrier then that max bet is just a sure thing. I mean, max plus 225 is not a bad value bet, in my opinion. I do still think Lewis is going to win. So minus 200, even though, obviously, it's minus 200. But I still think that's a solid pick. My bookie also has lines. For who will be this year's World Drivers' Champion, Lewis is minus 150, and max is plus 120. Again, I'm picking Lewis. Don't wait any longer. Head to mybookie.ag today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can get in the game and start winning big today. That is promo code FORMULA to receive double your first deposit instantly in your account. No hassle, no wait. Stipulations apply. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie at mybookie.ag, promo code FORMULA. Thank you to mybookie for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show. And finally, it is time for my Bone Stradamus Saudi Arabian Grand Prix weekend predictions. In this new segment, I will be channeling the bone spirits to try and correctly predict three things that will happen this race weekend. Prediction number one. Boom, 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 boom. Max will lead Lewis by just one point going into Abu Dhabi. I think Lewis takes P1, Max takes P2, and fastest lap gets stolen by either Checo or Bottas. Prediction number two, we will see a red flag come out, and no, I don't mean a Chinese flag in support of Guan Yu Zhou, though there could easily be one of those, congrats to him, I mean the red flag that halts the session. This is a very fast and very narrow circuit that the teams won't know very well due to the fact that it will have been finished like five seconds before lights out. So it will not take much insanity at all for the race to be halted by a red flag. One crash or large debris area will literally be all it takes and then the race will get stopped. So my prediction number two. Prediction number three. Actually, before I get into prediction number three, a little fact for you guys. Now, I just predicted that a red flag will come out. The stewards have not been shy with the red flag this season. In fact, we've already had five red flags in 2021, which is already the most ever in a single season. Interesting note, uh, five of those, all five of those came in the first 12 races of the season. So we haven't had one in a while, but uh, geez, they were really waving that thing at the start of the year, huh? But I think we're about to get another one. And that's my... Uh, prediction number two the bone spirits they've told me as such and finally prediction three which is my boldest yet boom 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 Lando Norris will finish in the top five for the first time since his p2 at Monza in September Lando has been qualifying in the top five lately but tire problems in Qatar and Brazil the latter caused by his bestie Carlos Sainz have taken what could have easily been top five drives and made them not that. Look for Lando to finish top five in Saudi Arabia. The Bone Spirits told me it's going to happen, and so it will be. So sayeth Bonestradamus. The Bone Spirits also told me to tell you, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Formula Bone F1 show. If you want to support the podcast, there are three ways you can do that right now. Number one, rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts so we can push, 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 push up the charts and reach a ton of new people who are looking for an F1 podcast. The second thing you can do, share this podcast with the friends and family members that you love to talk F1 with so we can continue to build and grow this new but already amazing community of listeners. And the third thing you can do is support our sponsors, Bird Dogs, if you wanna look at their stuff, like I said, I'm wearing it right now, shirt, joggers. Bird Dogs, promo code FBONE, at birddogs.com for a free whistle-tip football with your order, and then MyBookie promo code FORMULA at mybookie.ag for a double deposit bonus. Stipulations apply. There are links for both those deals in the description of this episode. Also in the description of this episode is a link to join the Formula Bone Discord server. We're building an amazing and friendly F1 community, and if you're listening to this podcast right now, you are the exact kind of person that we want joining us in the Formula Bone Discord server, there's a link to join in the description of this episode. You can follow Formula Bone on social media everywhere at Formula Bone, including Twitter, where I live tweet every race, and YouTube, where I have full video episodes of every single episode of this podcast, if you prefer to watch your podcasts. You can also follow me, J Bone, everywhere on social media, at Jared Borislow, J-A-R-E-D B-O-R-I-S-L-O-W. And if you're all caught up on this podcast, the Formula Bone F1 show, but you want to keep hearing my voice, I co-host a comedy and mental health-focused podcast called the Ross Bolin Podcast, where we have a ton of fun covering a wide variety of topics, including current events, non-F1 sports, pirates, ninjas, fast food, funny news stories, cool animals, insane history, and a lot more. It's a show about everything. It's like the opposite of Seinfeld, but it's just as fun. You can check out the Ross Bolin Podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. That's R O -S 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 S S. B-O-L-E-N, Ross Boland Podcast. It's time for the NPR-style sign-off. Formula Bone F1 show is recorded in Austin, Texas and brought to you by Boland Media. It's hosted by me, Jared J. Bone Borislo, And I also produce the show because I'm a content machine. Cade Orris makes a bunch of the show clips that you see on social media. Our new, beautiful, incredible theme music is by 7 to Midnight, You can follow him on social media at the number 7, T-O, Midnight. You can follow the show on social media by following at Formula Bone Everywhere. You can watch the show on YouTube by searching Formula Bone. You can help the show reach new listeners by rating and reviewing the Formula Bone F1 show on Apple Podcasts. Until we meet again, J-Bone!